Welcome to AIMPAL Podcast, the platform for goal achievers and dreamers. We're here to power conscious conversations with stories and insights that will not only expand our mindsets, but that will help us take control of our own narratives. I'm here to help enhance your personal power in this next season of greatness. I'm your host, Amina Inspires, and today I'm joined by my special guest, Selma. Selma, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I am so excited that you are here. Just want to start off with some gratitude. You're honestly such an incredible person. Um, When I reached out to you, you were more than ready to just serve and just to help everyone here. So I just really want to start off by saying thank you. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm really honoured and I'm really grateful. So, alhamdulillah. It's going to be a good episode, guys. Make sure you, if there's a friend that you know that needs to hear this today, we're going to be talking about consciousness and meditation Make sure you bring a friend, you know, comment, stay with us. It's going to be fun. And we are diving in deep today. (laughs) So let me explain to you about Selma. Selma Malumi is a graduate in biology. She also has a master's in medicinal natural products and synthesis chemistry at UCL. Biochemistry. Thank you. She shares a knowledge on all aspects of health on her Instagram blog at Seeds of Selma. Make sure you stay connected and you do follow her. And she believes that she is multifaceted as we all are. Yes, yes, you are, you are. (laughs) She also aims to revive the wisdom of ancient medicines and herbalism for modern life. In addition, through the creation of conscious healing spaces for women in London, she aims to connect the dots between Islam, science and nature. Selma has recently qualified as a health coach and is currently complete completing her further studies into functional medicine she's also looking forward to working with women on their own health journeys wow i, I already told you you're an expert you, whether you choose to accept it or not you are the expert today i'm so grateful that you are here let's dive in deep no small talk girl let's let's just go in <laughs> how did your consciousness journey start so the consciousness journey started quite a while ago. So during sixth form, I started to stumble across certain pages on Instagram that sparked something in me. So from the likes of Shaka Bars and Connecting Consciousness, they started to put forward these concepts and ideas I hadn't ever heard of before. And it sort of it triggered something in me to start thinking a bit more deeply about my existence here and the fact that not everything is as it seems, right? Mm. So then I just started to do my own research aside from that. And I started to connect dots. It was very early stage, right? And it coincided with um, my wearing of the headscarf that year, which meant that I had, I suddenly became a bit isolated from people because they assume that as soon as you put a headscarf on, you're this, you're that, you know, all of the assumptions. So it sort of allowed me the space to do my own reading, my own research, to start thinking a bit more deeply. And the journey is never ending. Like, we will always be on this end, um, on this journey. And I'm just grateful that it's gotten me to a point where I can share certain things. Um, I'm not an, an expert in any way. I think 
it, it would put a limitation on yourself if you call yourself an expert because it means that you're no longer like willing to explore and learn. Um, but we should always foster that curiosity within us and not take everything at face value because there is so much more than the surface of everything, including ourselves as well. Definitely. Wow. It sounds like you kind of went through your own journey of like self-discovery and just kind of learning more about yourself, which helped you understand more about just your whole environment, essentially. Yeah. That is so powerful. Um, in terms of like that process, what kind of obstacles did you face and how did you kind of feel just like in the beginning stages? In the beginning, I can't lie, I was very confused because... I hear you. <laughs> like very confused, like why things wouldn't make sense immediately. And I think a lot of the things that you're initially um, shown, it requires you to piece things yourself. Um mm-hmm. And so, like, I would always encourage everyone to think, ponder, question, um, and not just take things for what it appears to be because it's not. Um, and another thing that I did struggle with, with at that age was finding people like me who were Muslim and who were inspired to continue on that journey. Um, I have to be honest, the first year or so of it was a bit of a lonely sort of experience. Like, yeah. I wasn't willing to open up too much about what I had discovered, what I'd found and what I'd learned about myself in the world. But at the same time, I wanted it so badly. So I'm grateful that when I went into university, I started to have a lot more conscious conversations and I started to become a bit more solid in myself and my my foundations. And yeah, like I said before, I'm grateful that now I do have like a circle who I can throw things, throw ideas, concepts, and they're more than happy to hear me out and, yeah grateful always grateful alhamdulillah for jen oh no alhamdulillah. i can tell i can tell you're such a you're such a pure heart i can tell like just from like the short interactions with you that like, you're always willing to give so much advice and just you know you give a lot of value like there's so oh, much value in everything that you give you know just online like you. just like you in your work <laughs> oh thank you so much honestly and um i think Another thing for me was the stereotype of consciousness and how it contradicts with Islam. You know, there's such a stigma that going into looking at consciousness and self-awareness can actually be against Islam. For you, how did you kind of counteract those opinions and kind of keep that center of like, okay, this is this is actually part of what I am and who yeah. I am? So alhamdulillah, like throughout the time that I've been doing my events and um, my other sort of work around it, I haven't received the negative um, feedback it's because I always put Allah first and I always ask myself even before going ahead and doing these talks and stuff I ask myself will this help people get closer to Allah if not mm. it's not necessary if it's not helping yeah. me I don't think it's going to help other people and personally yeah. I don't think it's wrong to explore things that will help you become a better person a better slave of Allah um, and Allah, Allah should be the, the ultimate goal um, you should commit to the journey to knowing yourself, to knowing your creator. And yeah, alhamdulillah, like, I think because people understood my vision and the fact yeah. that I was to fill a gap, right? All of these conscious pages were white, they didn't believe in God, but they yeah. were making these connections that can clearly connect to Islam. Mm. So that sort of inspired me. I saw a gap and I was like, is anyone going to fill it? No, let me, <laughs> let me do that work. Someone said, yes, I'm going to do And alhamdulillah, the feedback was really empowering. And the fact that so many people came thinking they were alone in their journey 
you yes. know, would come to the events and they would be like, wow, I've really found a tribe of similar souls, you know, on a similar journey and couldn't be grateful for creating, couldn't be more grateful, sorry, for creating a community. It's small, but it's of quality and I'm really, really grateful for them. It's so true. And it is all about finding people who are like minded, who are, you know, have the same kind of information as you and being able to have those discussions that kind of open up, like, you know, and I think something that you really touched upon was about the intention, like, when you go and do something, intention is so powerful, like, you know, yeah, and and as you kind of definitely absolutely absolutely and I think even for you know starting for this podcast my intention was just to expand the conversation to help other people and to invite people who like have something really you know knowledgeable information they can share with the community mm-hmm. so it is it, intention is so so key so I'm, I'm so glad we touched upon that mm-hmm. um, another thing I wanted to ask you was in terms of meditation how, what is the relationship between meditation and sort of uh, being conscious and being a conscious being? So ultimately, I just wanted to state what meditation is for those who... Oh, yes, please. Uh, yeah, I'm diving like in so deep. <laughs> just think about the first Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But we could make meditation a lot more approachable. Like, it's not you sitting with a group of monks and going on for, like, two hours. It's not like that. It's a really intimate experience with yourself and your mind. So what you're doing is you're sitting in a quiet, calm environment. You're closing your eyes, and you're simply focusing on your breathing. You're focusing on your body. How do you feel inside your body? You know, do you feel grounded in the moment? And you're also following your breath. And that is key because what the brain does is that you know, we spend so much time in here that we forget that there's actually a calmness that exists beyond those thoughts. And we're being tugged left, right, up, down, that we don't have a moment to just settle in our mind. So meditation, it's an exercise that you practice because you could be meditating for years and you'll still find your mind like wandering off every so often. So the point is to focus back on the breath, focus on the present and just watch those thoughts come and go, but don't get attached to it you know and this had a lot of positive benefits like not just physically but also emotionally mentally and even spiritually I mean it improves your hoshua in prayer right you're you're becoming mindful of what you do in your life what you talk about who you with what you eat like it expands to so many different things yeah it really does force you to like take yourself hold yourself accountable as well because you're becoming aware you're not acting based on the fears and the anxieties but you're acting in the moment you know with awareness um yes and how you can actually impact others whether positively or negatively and it also it increases um a type of wave in the brain called the alpha wavelength which is associated Mm -hmm. with the with calmness and relaxation and positive feelings of self. Like, it goes so much deeper, and that was a Harvard study. But we don't always need scientific studies to, like, back up what ancient civilizations and cultures have been for years, right? We don't... Yeah. a Western sort of... Yeah. (laughs) Like, understanding. Yeah, exactly. Like, feel feel things through intuition. If it feels right, if you feel like you're benefiting... And please go ahead and continue, you know. 
Yes, yeah. And I love intu- intuition is like the internal GPS. Like I'm pretty sure God put that, that inside of us. So we just know. And it's, it is that navigation system. Like, you know, some people say, oh, I have a really bad gut feeling about this. Like that is your intuition. That is something speaking through you, telling you something is something is not right. And, you know, I think when you do hear those things, sometimes you, you can be like obliged to think the complete opposite. Like, oh, no, I'm just being paranoid. But it's actually those moments when you actually listen to your intuition where things actually work out you're like oh okay now it makes sense now it makes sense (laughs) you know I have to be honest and say I was one of those people who's very ignorant naive should I say (laughs) at the beginning of my meditation journey where I remember actually going to a seminar and at the beginning um there was like a meditation and I just couldn't stop laughing I don't know what happened to me I was like this is so great why am I laughing (laughs) um how do you kind of stop those kind of thoughts and feelings and how do you kind of just send to yourself so that you can kind of let go of all those feelings because thoughts are like you know thoughts are really powerful and they can sometimes like you said drift your mind in so many different ways how do you make sure that you actually stay centered So I think a tip that is worth mentioning is to journal before I would meditate and sort of do what they call a brain dump, right? You're getting rid of all of the sort of excess thoughts can be about mundane things. I need to do this. I need to do that. You sort of empty it on your piece of paper. Yes. By the time you enter into that state of meditation, it's a lot more easier for you to tap into that inner stillness. Um, because if you think about it, the stillness is always there. So if you go from like one thought to another thought, there's a, like a tiny gap in between. And what meditation does is it aims to expand that gap so that it's a lot more easier for you to tap into that um, that silence. And another thing I would recommend, it sounds simple, but it's actually harder than it seems. So it's focusing on the breath. Like whenever your mind mm-hmm. does wander, you're bringing it back and you're feeling the breath leave and enter your body and in the rhythm that it does. And also becoming aware of the fact that you are a soul in a body, right? And you're having a spiritual Come on experience. now, you are speaking my language. Come on, tell us about the spiritual oh. journey. <laughs> we could talk about that for hours honestly but it's the fact that we're not just physical beings we're not just a mind but we're like I said like so multifaceted and there are so many aspects of your existence that you need to nurture um and through some activities you can nurture all of them in one so for example prayer meditation you know it's not just a physical but it's also an emotional um connection so for prayer you're connecting to Allah and it's like an appointment. Um, I find it really cute when people will call it an appointment, you know, an important I meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. For the big, huge appointment, inshallah. Um, and yeah, honestly, these things make you a better person because you start to see the true you beyond yeah. all of those layers of conditioning and maybe um, past experiences and the yeah. negative sort of, um, narratives that people placed onto you and stuff so you unravel the layers and the beautiful thing is it's a never-ending journey so until wow. the day you die you should be committed to that journey and it's yeah. really inspiring to find people like yourself and Aww. just in the community who are willing to like devote time and energy to themselves and hopefully to spread that as well to other people 
Definitely is constant course correction. We are always learning and growing through everything. And yeah. I just want to hit back on your favorite topic. And I know we can't, you know, can't have this episode without talking about journaling. Oh, you know, you know, know, yeah. I know you. <laughs> you know me. Let, let, let's, let's talk a bit about journaling. Let's talk oh. about it means yeah i think journaling for me was the very first thing that i turned to you know a few years back when i was having these questions and i didn't feel like i could um trust people enough because it did feel a bit vulnerable yes. so i initially started as a poet like i was inspired by poets of ig i would just write my thoughts in sort of poetry form and then it sort of developed into something a lot more deeper it developed as like a conversation with myself and a way for me to slow down my thoughts because if you think about the mechanical act of writing down it does slow the racing thoughts down because you can't write as quick as you think yeah yeah and and I started to feel like a, a real release when I would write because it was a way for me to offload everything so that when I close the page, I'm done with that thought. I'm done. I can yeah. revisit it when I feel better, when I feel like more, You're ready. I have more clarity. Um, yes. But it doesn't need to persist in my mind. And yeah. I was thinking the other day, had I not been journaling, I, I think I started journaling about six, seven years ago now. So I'm a bit, yeah, yeah. It was something that I turned to and it helped me. But if I had not decided to journal, I would have six plus years worth of thought just sat in my head and That's I couldn't yeah and I couldn't think how life would be had I not journaled because there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have done had I not t- spoke to myself through word about it, through it. Yeah. spoke about my ideas and reinstilled um, confidence in myself and told myself I can do it through words um, I'm quite it's also related to the fact that I'm a slow processor so it takes me a long time to figure something out and to decide if I want to do it. But that really helped me through word. I would write encouragement. I would write myself yes, a letter. Yes, like being your own best friend. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it to earlier about the intuition. Yeah. And I really think through writing, the intuition definitely comes out. Like you do find answers on your page that are God-given. And we just need yeah. to listen and pay attention and take ourselves a bit more seriously regarding it's that. It's so true. It's so true. And for someone who hasn't journaled or for, for a listener who's who's never really done journaling or is struggling to start, how what kind of advice would you get, give to them to just really kickstart them into that? Yeah, so there are different types of journaling that you can explore. So the simplest one would be what they call stream consciousness or morning pages or brain dump. Um, yeah. And what it is, is your brain dump. Yeah, you know about the brain dump. I'm like, just get it out, just get it out. out. (laughs) So you're basically just writing down anything that comes to your mind. It can be like the most mundane, ridiculous thing. Like it can be nonsense, just free flow. They also call it free flow, yeah. Write it all down. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to have good spelling or good writing or anything. Get it down, boom, done. And then you feel like, you feel refreshed, you know. You feel a bit light. Yeah, you're you're literally dumping it on paper honestly and there's um another type of journaling called bullet journaling um but i think that's more to do with like writing to-do lists uh yeah and there's also um i've got it here gratitude journaling so write three things oh yes that you're really grateful for and it can shift your mindset because now you're focusing on the positive so you're filtering out your experience (laughs) right so yeah shift your mood so powerfully um it literally does that 
Yeah, subhanAllah. And you can also just write down ideas or goals. Um, you can just write poetry if that's something you want to do. Yeah. Um, but what I tend to do is I just write in a way that is quite reflective of my day, of my thoughts, um, of my growth, of my emotional state at a specific time. Or if yes. there's something that, it's like talking to your bestest friend, right? And sometimes yeah. your best friend doesn't really <laughs> so it's, it's something something that you would tell them but just in word form and you really start to see the benefits straight away um Definitely. and it's really funny like when you're looking at past entries you yeah you've grown and how cringe those previous <laughs> entries were like what was i doing especially the early poetry days yeah did i think i was <laughs> no you still fly you still fly don't worry <laughs> uh thank you um you see the growth and you also, I think what's more important is that you can identify like negative thought patterns. Maybe you thought something that wasn't entirely correct. It may yeah. have been a misunderstanding of yourself, of other people. And you can sort of change those negative ways of thinking um, and fix and hold yourself accountable as well. Like if you're not happy with yourself, write it down, talk yeah. yourself through it. Um, and it's incredibly powerful. So everyone, please, if you're listening to this podcast, please do one thing for yourself today and go and write something. It can be anything. And you start to love it, honestly. You really do. Yeah. I think it, 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 does, it starts that space where you're creating that connection with yourself, connection with, you know, God or, or Allah, whoever you believe. Um, and it's about having that connection and just kind of feeling centered, you know, slowing down and just literally listening to yourself, listening to what you know to be true about yourself instead of, you know, all this negative self, self chat. That's, that's actually someone else's opinions of you. Um, if you could go back um, to the beginning of your journey and speak to, you know, your younger self, what would, what would be something you would say? <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. So <laughs> what I would tell myself is trust the process because mm. at times it does feel like I'm not getting anywhere in my life. I'm not who I want to be. But as long as you're doing something every day and you're committed yeah. to yourself and you love yourself enough, then keep going and Allah will show you the path, you know. Yeah. Keep pushing, keep making dua for it as well. Keep Allah in the center of everything. Um, yes. focus on the soul focus on nurturing the inner gardens of self which um, yeah I love yes. that I love the, it. the inner gardens of because self that's, that's wow how it can be if you love your that. perspective of the journey like it doesn't have to be all pain or suffering it can actually be something quite beautiful and you just flourish people yeah. see it you see it your family see it because you change in your interactions and you're a lot more you come from a a space of compassion and love um, yes. rather than like acting on, like I said earlier, like acting on negative past experiences. So you become a lot more, you increase your mental clarity as you decrease your reactivity. Um, and I truly believe like if there's two things that I could tell the world to do. So it yes, be tell way. us, tell us. Journal, <laughs> meditate, um, yeah. pray, of course. Um, and it can make you a better person. If you stick with it, you need to remain consistent. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that we fall short on. If we don't yeah. see results the next day, then we're like, no, I'm done. I'm yeah. Done. yeah. We're the micro generation. We want results so quick, but we're not willing to put in the effort. But it's, it's, it's the effort and that consistency that will give you the power and the strength to see the result that you're actually looking for. Exactly. So, 
like yeah, if we take the example of nature yes like autumn and winter are like periods where things start to settle down and the leaves are sh- being shed and winter is like an intense time of hibernation but that's because yeah. How would it be? We wouldn't be in a state of gratitude if everything was always in bloom, in fruit all the it's time. True. So it's more like a balance. And it's the yin and the yang that they talk about in Chinese medicine. You need the dark yeah. and the light. It's just a divine like balance from Allah. Yeah. And there's always there's always the, you know, the, the opposites, the law of opposites, you know, there's always a polar opposite to everything. And it's about staying in that light, even if like you're struggling, even if you're stressed, being able to see that positive side of life and um yeah, no, it's it is so powerful, definitely. Um, another question I was going to ask you is in terms of uh, meditation. How for someone who's never done it before, would you? Is there a specific type of meditation you would say this is definitely something you should do? Is there a specific timing? Like what 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 kind of advice would you be able to give? So what I would do is that um, firstly listen to your intuition, listen to what time feels right for you. It can be in the morning, it can be in the evening as a way to sort of de-stress and calm your nervous system. Um, And basically find a quiet space and just sit there with your eyes closed and focus on your breathing for as long as you can. It might start off with like five, ten minutes and you might increase it um, and just start to become aware of what is happening in the mind. I mean, it's we have on average 30, 60,000 thoughts a day, right? Ooh, that's a lot of thoughts, right? Yeah, <laughs> moment, right? Too so, many. Too many, right? So with meditation, you're sort of tuning in, but you're not becoming attached to those thoughts. They're coming and you're going, and all you're doing is your um, being, and uh, you're not an attached um, observer. You're basically watching from the distance, and they come like clouds over your head, and you start oh, to gain peace with that. You can put some, you can put some Quran in the background. You can do it in silence. You can do it in the dark. Yeah. It's really up to you and to see what feels right. But yeah. what I would say is, do not give up because yeah. it does get hard sometimes. Like it can be extremely challenging, and it might take you ten to hundred to thousand times to get yourself back yeah. into the focus moment, right into the the breathing but don't give up because it's hard for everyone because we spend so much time in the chaotic mind that we we're not comfortable with the stillness and that's also mm-hmm. where the ego comes in as well so oh, tell us about the ego oh, i'm always oh, trying to oh, <laughs> i'm always trying to kick the ego out like what are you doing here <laughs> yeah. so i just think <laughs> it's important to say that the ego is not a part of you to destroy it's part of the mind but it needs to be controlled it needs to be tamed so what's really funny and you start to notice this when you um, do your meditation a lot more consistently is that the ego um it doesn't like to be in the present moment because it doesn't have control over it right because Mm. the present moment is constantly just unfolding as like as we speak yeah but it does have control over two other things it has control over the past because of course it's already happened so it can replay the scenarios and it also has some level of control um on the future because it can create these sort of um you know it's where the fears the fears reside and your anxieties and stuff so it prefers to keep you in those two um alternating 
experiences but it hates and you really start to feel it it's like you're trying to tame like a naughty <laughs> child who's screaming that's how it feels right tantrum, tantrum. yeah constantly you're trying to calm it down calm down it's yeah. okay i'm here now right. i'm here Good. and yeah. you just persevere through it and you keep pushing and um and the longer you do your meditation like in terms of on a daily basis so for me personally once i reach the 20 minute mark i yeah. start to get these sort of weird sensations in my body. And I did some research regarding that. And it was to do with the fact that now you silence the mind enough so that you're feeling your body as it is. Because for me, one example is that um, I would start to feel my arms elongate, like with my eyes closed, I could feel them like yeah. stretching. And wow. then it turns out that subhanAllah, there are a lot more neurons in your hands. So now you're feeling the sensations as they are because it's not being... Your mind isn't being distracted, right? Okay. Yeah, and you start to feel some expansion, wow. some deep stillness, deep expansion. And yeah. an entire, like, universe to explore. Like, there's so much in here. And um, it's just a beautiful experience. And to commit to it really shows that you take yourself and your journey was, like, seriously enough, you know, to dedicate. It's not a lot of time, if you think about it, in the 24-hour yeah. day. 10 to yeah. 15 minutes and you're going to see the benefits as well you're going to be a lot more calmer in your daily life and you're not going to act um like on impulse you're a lot more mm. you'll be able to respond instead of just exactly. reacting to certain situations exactly. yeah wow no that is incredible and you know a question that we received is in terms of um there's some people who feel blocked in, in terms of their mindset or like they feel like they're voiceless or they feel like they want they want to have certain things, they want to call certain things into their life, like love, for example. How do they sort of overcome that feeling of like being blocked uh, mm. by having that understanding of themselves and an understanding of consciousness? Mm-hmm. So for the Muslims who are listening and tuning in, so the first thing that you speak to Allah, like I said earlier, mm. like Allah should be this, like your first point of call. Um, yes your best friend your helper your aid like speak to him it can be it can even be in the form of writing things down which is something that i really like to do like write a letter to allah ask him make dua make dua using specific names so for example if it's something to do with love then you would use the name al-wudud the most loving Mm. with sustenance yeah it would be arzaq so the one who provides sustenance and continuously use those names um and and just pray that Allah will open that door for you. Um, for yeah. the non-Muslims who'd be listening to this, um, or for those who don't follow any religion, I would say to spend time in solitude. Spend time in solitude mm. to try and get to the deeper cause of why you do have that blockage. It might be yeah. like your past experience past. or whatever. And take it day by day. Journal everything out meditate on it and keep faith that the doors will open for you in some way so yeah I hope that no definitely wow no you are giving us all the nuggets today I, I, I need to get my notebook and listen back to this episode I feel like you're giving me all the tea all the tea <laughs> um and I know that you do a lot of um sort of you're, you're doing this holistic health coaching as well um, tell us a bit more about how people can kind of connect with you with that and any other like services or products that you have. Okay, so I'm on Instagram, so Seeds of Selma. 
follow um, my girl <laughs> and you can just send me an email or a dm actually because i didn't put my email there yet but you can send me a dm um if you'd like to work with me and i can provide you more information on my services so i offer a four um part coaching program where i take on women for variety of um condi- not conditions not like medical conditions but like imbalances in the body because yeah. we believe like from from a functional medicine perspective that the body is always trying to reestablish balance and sometimes if there are imbalances it will come across as certain signs or symptoms so yeah. we're really working on the root cause um so not just diet and exercise but also stress toxins rest emotional balance supplements and mindset as well that's a huge one um, in healing yeah. and yeah. in terms of my other product so i have actually launched a tea line which contains yes. four different types of teas this is one of them it's called the calming um loose leaf blend and i've made them all myself and so wow. there's a calming digestive <laughs> detoxifying and the energizing one and yeah alhamdulillah there were there was a really good um, reception um they were received really well um and there's also an oil that i've also made um because i take pride in like making things wow. myself and knowing that there are no like harsh chemicals or anything yes. so this is a chamomile lavender and hibiscus infused facial oil with almond oil and vitamin e and mm. yeah it uses real plants so i did um infuse all of the herbs um, into the oil to really get like a really nice nourishing um, facial oil which doesn't feel oily subhanallah yes. right yeah. and yeah that's something that feels good and just like <laughs> right. in, you know oh you know <laughs> feels that glow you know <laughs> but yeah um if you'd like to um i also actually do hikes as well i mean of course with the oh, situation yes. haven't been able to do any but i did do two last year in June and September and my purpose um for that is to bring um muslims or just people from ethnic minorities out into the british countryside honestly we have beautiful like countryside just an hour from london you find yourself in spectacular sort of um Feel like fields. honestly yeah. it's beautiful and it's a way as well to to show others that we belong here yes. this is our right and yeah. we know that the the land is our masjid so we need to treat yeah. it like right we need to roam around explore and sort of establish deeper roots rather than just being stuck in our m20 within m25 like if you're from london yeah, <laughs> yeah. not being afraid to explore and, and there's such power in nature as well yeah. you were telling me backstage as well that just the power of nature like everything in nature is in flow you feel like there's this calmness and when you when you become a part of that you you yourself start to feel like oh okay everything is almost at ease like you just feel good <laughs> you know you do there's so much healing not just physically but also like in your mind like it really calms you down yes. and especially like with the past year that we've had like nature has been my go to it's helped me, me so much. oh my <laughs> goodness alhamdulillah that i don't live too far from like a a, a large sort of park okay, yeah like if i didn't go for my daily walk i would feel yeah. really heavy and lethargic like i need to release in some way i need to yeah find myself in some peace or surroundings um away yeah. from the chaos like subhanallah there's so much chaos in the world there but is, when it's nature it's like it shuts off that it doesn't exist anymore right literally you're just in that flow like nature's always perfect and it's like 
how do we become aligned to that and just that synchronicity of the energy like the energy yeah. of nature is just it's harmony and when you start to like envelop be in that you yourself feel like you're at peace you're in you're in harmony you're in flow exactly so you, start so reflect, you start to yeah. reflect your environment and not just in terms of where you go but also the people that you're with and what you talk about and the books you read like we're yeah. so impressionable and we don't even realize how much we absorb so yes. imagine if you're spending a lot of time in nature you are absorbing all of that good stuff and so a life hack yeah i would recommend is okay. doing your dhikr and your salawat in nature but even praying if you can praying in nature is beautiful and you just really feel like such a deep sense of ease so it's, mm-hmm. it's a rahmah it's just such a blessing because how many people don't have that access um, to nature that they deserve and they need as well sorry definitely i agree with you there absolutely um sorry that is just the phone <laughs> you know in live t- <laughs> we're, we're live ladies and gentlemen um so yeah just thank you so much it's been such it's just been absolutely incredible i feel like we could have an episode two or part two like okay. you so much nuggets so much information and um i'm just so so grateful again thank you for your time um you know i know that you've given up your time and it, it's been so valuable and i'm just i'm grateful that everyone here has been able to enjoy that with us so you know please make sure that you do connect with selma that you know you check out her socials i'm going to link everything in um uh, the, the below description box um and just yeah thank you for being here with me today you know Um, thank you, you know, so much. Thank you oh, very much. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure and I really hope oh. this will benefit um other people who are listening inshallah. Definitely. We're here to grow together so you know stay connected. You know we can be socially distanced but you know spiritually we are connected and you know I just want everyone to know that you know you are powerful, you know. I know it and and so do you. So you know it's about staying in your power. You know continue to hold your crown high and you know until next time stand in your power be who you are and um yeah we'll carry on continue with these courageous conversations. Selma thank you so much. I'm so grateful sis. Until next time. Thank you Emma. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye everyone. Thank you.